Crushing by Elephant, from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, at en.wikipedia.org. This article is about the method of execution. For the method of domesticating young elephants, see Elephant Crushing. Crushing thy elephant was, for thousands of years, a common method of execution for those condemned to death in South and Southeast Asia, and particularly in India. Elephants employed in this manner were used to crush, dismember, or torture captives in public executions. The use of elephants to execute captives often attracted the horrified interest of European travelers and was recorded in numerous contemporary journals and accounts of life in Asia. The practice was eventually suppressed by the European empires that colonized the region in the 18th and 19th centuries. This section includes an image with the caption, A Condemned Prisoner Being Dismembered by an Elephant in Ceylon, drawing from an historical relation of the island Ceylon by Robert Knox, 1681. This article contains, in Section 1, Cultural Aspects, in Section 2, Geographical Scope, in Section 3, Asian Powers, and in Section 4, Western Empires. Section 1 Cultural Aspects The use of elephants as executioners was inextricably bound up with the use of the animals as symbols of royal power. The intelligence, domestication, and versatility of elephants gave them considerable advantages over the wild animals such as lions and bears often used by the Romans as executioners. Elephants could be trained to execute prisoners in a variety of ways. Prolonging the agony by subjecting captives to a slow death by torture, or killing the victim quickly by stepping on his or her head. Most importantly, they were under the constant control of a driver or mahout, enabling a ruler to grant a last minute reprieve and thus display his or her merciful qualities. Several such experiences of mercy are recorded to have occurred in various Asian kingdoms. The kings of Siam trained their elephants to roll the convicted person, quote, about the ground rather slowly so that he is not badly hurt, end quote. The Mughal Sultan Akbar is said to have, quote, used this technique to chastise rebels and then in the end the prisoners, presumably much chastened, were given their lives, end quote. On one occasion, Akbar was recorded to have had a man thrown to the elephants to suffer five days of such treatment before pardoning him. Elephants were even sometimes used in a kind of trial by ordeal in which the condemned prisoner was released if he managed to fend off the elephant. The use of elephants in this fashion went beyond the common royal power to dispense life and death. Elephants have long been used as symbols of royal authority and still are in some places, such as Thailand, where white elephants are held in reverence. Their use as instruments of state power sent the message that the ruler was able to preside over very powerful creatures who were under his or her total command. The ruler was thus seen as maintaining a moral and spiritual domination over wild beasts, adding to his or her authority and mystique among his or her subjects. Death by elephant is still common in parts of Africa and South Asia where humans and elephants coexist. In Sri Lanka alone, 50 to 100 people are killed annually in clashes between humans and elephants. 
However, such fatalities are the result of wild elephants attacking humans rather than tame elephants being used by humans to kill other humans. Being crushed by captive elephants is also a major occupational hazard for elephant keepers in zoos. Several such fatalities are reported annually. While working as a police officer for the British colonial government in Burma in 1926, George Orwell was forced to deal with an incident in which a domestic elephant went rogue and killed a man by stepping on him. Orwell describes the incident in his famous essay, Shooting an Elephant, noting that, quote, the friction of the great beast's foot had stripped the skin from his back as neatly as one skins a rabbit, end quote. Section 2. Geographical Scope Crushing by elephant has been utilized in many parts of the world by both Western and Asian empires. The earliest records of such executions date back to the Classical period. However, the practice was already well established by that time and continued until only about a century before the present day. Although African elephants are significantly bigger than Asian elephants, African powers did not make nearly as much use of the animals in warfare or ceremonial affairs. This can be attributed to the fact that the African elephant is much less easily tamed than its Asian equivalent. Some ancient powers in Africa did make use of elephants, but they employed the now extinct North African subspecies Loxodonta africana, pharaonesis. See the article on war elephants for an overview. The use of tamed elephants was thus largely confined to the parts of the world inhabited, or formerly inhabited, by Asian elephants. Section 3. Asian Powers Section 3.1. West Asia Executions by elephants were utilized by a variety of West Asian imperial powers during the medieval period. The Byzantine, Sassanid, Seljuk, and Timurid empires all utilized the method. When the Sassanid king Chosros II, who had a harem of 3,000 wives and 12,000 female slaves, demanded as wife Hadaka, the daughter of Christian Arab Naaman, Naaman refused to permit his Christian daughter to enter the harem of a Zoroastrian, and for this refusal he was trampled to death by an elephant. The practice appears to have been adopted in parts of the Muslim Middle East. Rabbi Patachia of Radisban, a 12th century Jewish traveler, reported an execution by this means during his stay in Seljuk-ruled northern Mesopotamia, modern Iraq. At Nineveh, there was an elephant. Its head is not protruding. It is big, eats about two wagon loads of straw at once. Its mouth is in its breast and when it wants to eat, it protrudes its lip about two cubits, takes up the straw with it, and puts it in its mouth. When the sultan condemns anyone to death, they say to the elephant, This person is guilty. It then seizes him with its lip, casts him aloft, and slays him. Section 3.2 South Asia Section 3.2.1 Sri Lanka Elephants were widely used across the Indian subcontinent and Southeast Asia as a method of execution. The English sailor Robert Knox, writing in 1681, described a method of execution by elephant which he had seen while being held captive in Sri Lanka. 
the king makes use of them for executioners. They will run their teeth, tusks, through the body, and then tear it in pieces, and throw it limb from limb. They have sharp iron with a socket with three edges, which they put on their teeth at such times. The 19th century traveler James Emerson Tennant comments that, quote, a Kandian, Sri Lankan, chief, who was witness to such scenes, has assured us that the elephant never once applied his tusks, but, placing his foot on the prostrate victim, plucked off his limbs in succession by a sudden movement of his trunk, end quote. Knox's book depicts exactly this method of execution in a famous drawing, An Execution by an Elephant. Writing in 1850, the British diplomat Sir Henry Charles Sir described a visit to one of the elephants that had been used by Sri Vikrama Rajasena, the last king of Kandy, to execute criminals. Crushing by elephant had been abolished by the British after they overthrew the Kandian kingdom in 1815, but the king's execution elephant was still alive and, evidently, well remembered his or her former duties. Sir comments, during the native dynasty, it was the practice to train elephants to put criminals to death by trampling upon them, the creatures being taught to prolong the agony of the wretched sufferers by crushing the limbs, avoiding the vital parts. With the last tyrant king of Kandy, this was a favorite mode of execution, and as one of the elephant executioners was at the former capital during our sojourn, there we were particularly